Welcome to the Mount Pisgah Student Life Podcast, where we will talk about all that God is doing right here in our ministry. My name is Eileen. I'm also known as Herline and Sheline and every lean you can think of. Um, but I am, in fact, the only one that's leaning. So, well, first of all, the amount of people that were just singing for that last song is amazing. And in moments like that, my only thought is, is this what heaven sounds like? Because the Lord was in this room, and he's in each and every one of you guys. And so to be able to worship together like that is just incredible. And since we're talking about heaven and beyond, because that's our series, um, I truly believe that that's what heaven sounds like. And everyone's just rejoicing and praising the Lord together. So before I get started, well, Christian already prayed, but I'm going to pray again because <laughs> I need it. So everyone bow your heads and let me just pray. Um, dear Lord, thank you so much for bringing each and every student into this room today, Lord. Um, I pray for my sermon tonight, and I pray that whatever I say can be used only for your glory, Lord, and that it's your words and your thoughts, Jesus. Um, I pray that you just give us a moment of peace here and some rest, and that we can just open our hearts and open our ears and receive whatever you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so last week, Tyler talked about the Old Covenant and the Old Testament and what happened to the people that were in the Old Testament and all of that. And at the end, he used this verse, and it was John 14, 6, not 6, 14, it's 14, 6, and it should be up on the screen. Yeah, there it is. Okay, and basically it said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. So that's kind of our base verse here. Um... So we talked about that in the Old Testament. So now we're going to kind of explore what happened in the New Testament. What did what happened to the people in the New Testament, and what happens to the people after that? And people after that just happens to be us. So what happens to us? Like, are we going to heaven? Yes, we are. But um, so we're going to talk about that. Um, so what happens to us? And we have John fourteen six. I have this analogy. And how many of y'all watched Dora growing up? Yeah. Okay, but how many of you guys were like more like Diego and not Dora? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so that's gonna be kind of my like my base point. I'm gonna kind of keep going back to that, and you'll understand how that goes. So, according to this verse. The only way to the Lord is Jesus. And so Jesus is our key. He's our map. And, you know, Dora never goes anywhere without her map. So I don't have a map with me right now, but we're going to pretend like I do. So we'll just pretend like I just have a map. Okay? And so we all have our little maps, and we all have our little backpacks, and we all have a little water in our backpack. You know, we got the whole, like, situation. We even got boots. Don't worry, guys. We got boots. Okay? So we got Dora, who's us, and then we have our little 
map that we have, right, that God gave us, and that's the key. That's the new covenant, and that's Jesus. And that's what John 14, 6 is telling us, that Jesus is the way to heaven. So now that we know Jesus is the way to heaven, what do we do? And basically, that is when we let the Lord into our hearts and we let him become our savior. And I know a couple of you guys did that, I think, like two or three weeks ago. Amazing. Praise the Lord. Um, and for those of you who may have received the Lord at Scream or, like, wherever else, um, Sharp Top or Glisten or whatever. And so from there, what are we doing now? Now we have the Lord in our hearts. We've invited him to be part of our lives. He's part of the space. We're coming to church on Wednesdays. We're coming to church on Sundays. We're going to Sunday morning Bible study. And we're going to small groups. That's like three times on a Sunday. What? You know, we're like doing all this stuff. But there's two ways that can go. It's very easy to be able to uh, just show up and then like, you know, not being able to receive. So we're going to look at this kind of, yes, we're going to look at the story in Matthew 7, 21 to 23, if you guys want to flip with me there. Okay. And basically, backstory, this is Jesus talking, and he's basically telling us about, like, true and false disciples is basically, like, the main, like, title, the little subtitle of this thing. And so this is what it says. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. So, first of all, that's kind of scary. Imagine showing up to heaven and God's just like, no, 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 who are you? And that would be really scary, you know? Like, what are you doing? So there's that way, it can go that way. Or we go to heaven and the Lord is like, I do know you. And he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And that's the goal. When we get to heaven, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well, how do we make sure that's what happens? It's easy to come to church on a Wednesday night, Sunday morning. I'm guilty of this too. Or like go to Bible study every Sunday and go to small groups every Sunday. Like I don't think, I think like my freshman year, I didn't miss like one Sunday at all the entire year. And like it was so easy to just go there and all this stuff. But you have to make sure that you're still being filled up with the spirit. It's easy to show up here and go to school and you can go to Christian school. You can go to public school. You can go to private school. And it's easy to just be like, oh, like I'm doing all this stuff. I'm a Christian. It's easy to call yourself a Christian. But are you still, are you acting the way that the Lord wants you to be acting? Are you acting like you do have Christ in you and that you have received the Lord? Are you embodying Christ? We call this place our house. And in our house, we have family. And we call this, in the Bible it says, the building is not, well, I literally wrote this in my college app, by the way. But this building is not the church. This room is not the church. The sanctuary is not the church. The pastors only don't make up the church. Each and every one of us is part of the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is the church. 
So when you go out, are you still embodying the church? Are you still, like, if we are all, like, if, pretend like you're a finger, like, we're all just a hand, okay? If we're all just a hand, and the bo- and we're going out, and we're using our hands to help others, or are we using our hands to do the wrong things? Because then, the body of Christ has one bad hand, or another bad hand, or a bad leg, or bad toe, you know, toes, or like, you know, it could be something like that. So you just have to be careful that we aren't, we are always embodying the Lord in everything we do. So you can lead a godly life, and it will be hard, and you will face trials. Back to the door analogy. You will face Swiper on your way to wherever you're going. You will face Swiper on the way to heaven and on the way to eternity with the Lord and on the way to your relationship with the Lord. There will be Swipers and there will be people that are going to stop you and say, I'm going to steal something from you. I'm going to take something away from you. I'm going to hurt you in this way. I'm going to harm you. There are going to be people. There are going to be obstacles. Dora went through obstacles. We're going through obstacles too. There are gonna, there's always going to be obstacles in our lives. But what does Dora do when Swiper comes up to her? She says, Swiper, no swiping. And that's what we have to do. When we face temptation, when we face sin, when we face hurt and pain, it's easy to just give into it. And it's easy, like Megan Kavanaugh said, it's easy to just let the world in because they're not going to knock on the door. They're not going to, like, ask. They're not going to give, they're not, there's no little key for the world. The world will just walk into your life. And it's very easy. And it can sneak up on you like Swiper does. But if you can stand there and you can hold your ground and be strong in your faith and you can say, no. I'm not going to let that happen, then it's so much better. And not only that, you have your backpack. And your backpack is your armor. It's the armor of God. You got some fruit in there for the fruits of the Spirit. You got some water because you got your Holy Spirit. You are armed. Dora never goes anywhere without her backpack. Just like that, we all have backpacks on. We're not going anywhere without the Lord because he's always going to be with us. And when Swiper comes up, there's always something in Dora's backpack that can help her. And so think about it like that. If the world comes and tries to attack you, you always have something in your backpack. You always have something from the word and something from God that can help you. So you have your key, which is the map, and you have your armor of God, which is your backpack. So from there, now what matters is your heart. Where is your heart? So there's this verse in Matthew 6, 19 to 21, and it says, okay, it says, let me find it. Okay, so it says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not 
break in and steal, and where thieves, or sorry, where moths and murder do not destroy, and where thieves do not break and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's easy to put our heart in worldly things, and it's easy to put our heart in other priorities, and it's easy to put our heart in school, and family, and friends, and hang out somewhere else, and it's very easy to get distracted, and it's very easy to get swiped. Get it? Because I'm going to swipe it. And so, an important thing is, where is your heart? That's always something you have to remember, because you should not be placing your heart here on earth. Your heart should be with the Heavenly Father above, because the Lord is in your heart. So have you given him your whole heart, or are you only giving him half your heart? Is half your heart here on earth with you, and then the other half up in heaven with the Lord, or with the Lord? Or is your whole heart with the Lord? Or is your whole heart with the world? So what's keeping you away? What's keeping you away from taking that key, taking your backpack, taking your map, and walking through that path into the light with the Lord and into eternity with the Father? Where are your priorities? Don't be the guy that Jesus didn't know. Don't be the guy that the Lord said, oh, I don't know you. And don't be someone that is more conformed to the world than the Lord. You have a key, and you know the way. It's your job to follow it, and the Lord will be with you every step of the way.